Welcome back to our Heartstopper coverage, a lovely little LGBTQ coming-of-age rom-com on Netflix. My name is Grace. I am here with my co-host, Matt. Matt, how you doing? Oh, happy to be here. Happy to talk with you, Grace. Happy to dive in to episode two of our favorite show, uh, probably Shawn Michaels' favorite show. Is that going to be a recurring thing? <laughs> yeah, Hopefully sure. not. Maybe not? not. Who knows? Why not? Um, Heartstopper. What a great, yeah. what a great show. And episode two, uh, I'm, I'm not, not to spoil and get ahead of ourselves, but uh, the title is Crush. Crush. That can mean so many things. Oh, it's so cute. They have a little crush. Or, I thought it was going to be someone crushing somebody. Hey, another wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Actually, so far, both episode titles have been the name of wrestlers, Matt Scott. Meet. Meet. Meet was a wrestler Sean from like 1999. Yeah, Sean yeah. Stasiak. And now we have Crush. So uh, hopefully that trend continues. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Next you episode, they're huge, they're huge wrestling fans behind yeah. the scenes. At, episode at three, doink. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, makes, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I guess we ha- we have not touched episode three no. yet, so we'll we'll see. But I think you're on to something. Yeah, we have not to watch past episode two. Um, so yeah, uh, we're a little bit in the dark. Uh, but episode yes. two, I thought a good continuation uh, of uh, the episode one story. I think uh, focusing a little bit more um, on Nick, we get a little bit more, um, not even really focused on L, but but uh, at least L is involved in a, in a story <laughs> kind of. Um, so yeah, I, I liked it. I liked episode two. Um, yeah, yeah, I really liked this episode. I think I liked it most because with episode one, I really w- had the impression that we were going to be very Charlie centric, which is good. You know, I love Charlie. Charlie, we're pals, we're buds, mm-hmm. we're bros, mm-hmm. we're we're we go together. But at the same time, um, you know, I it could be frustrating sometimes to have that narrator who like to have that one narrator who. Like maybe he's questioning things you, we talked about um, in episode one. If you think back uh, whenever we podcast about episode one so long ago, so long ago. Um, you, you know how he was t- saying how sorry he was. And yeah. so, you know, I I think it's it was nice to see that Nick is also kind of the main character. And I'm not sure officially who like who's listed as the main character, but it feels like after episode two that we're getting both of them as the main characters. and I liked that we got more of Nick's perspective over the course of this episode. Cause that was super fascinating and it would have been frustrating to not have that perspective over the course of this season. Mm-hmm. So interestingly, uh, IMDb list, uh, Joe Locke is Charlie spring, uh, sort of first and then kick Connor as Nick Nelson as yeah. number two, followed by Yasmin Finney as L and then William Gao as Tao, um, Tao Zhu. Uh, IMDb lists them slightly differently in that Kit Connor is listed first, then Joe, then William, uh, Gao, then Yasmin. So Kit yeah, is a cool name. Deep. I would put Kit first. I like that name. Kit Connor is a, is Kit a Connor. Name. great yeah. wrestling name. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a, uh, he was in, uh, his dark materials. Uh, he had a voice role in there. Uh, he was in rocket man. He plays young, uh, I think, I believe young Elton John in, uh, in, in rocket man. We didn't talk about him much last episode, but, uh, yeah, he certainly gets the majority of the focus here. Uh, yeah. And you know, two, I would say. 
something I would just put out there that we haven't talked about with this series, especially if people haven't watched it and aren't familiar with the actors. Uh, for the m- most part, if not uh, almost entirely, the cast is maybe I'm just old, but you know, it's played. The cast is played by people who are ascend- basically the age of the characters. Like they're they're close um, to uh-huh. the age of the characters. I believe most of them from what I looked up before, like 18, 19, um, the, the actor who plays Ben Hope, um, who is my enemy, uh, that's Mm -hmm. Sebastian Croft. He, I believe is 21 or 22 or something like that. So, you know, it is, it's nice to have characters that are like actually realistic. Cause I was wondering, I was like, I covered euphoria. They're like 25, 26, 27. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. This is much better. Uh, yeah. relevant point then. <laughs> uh huh. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, the they're uh, yeah, young young actors and actresses they they have uh, playing these um, playing Good these roles. That. Yeah, they're great. Uh, I think strong casting so far. Again, I only have one complaint and it's very minor. Um, but uh, the main cast, I think, certainly at least these like four, if you're gonna sort of say, uh, uh, Nick, Charlie, L, and and um, and Tower yeah. are main characters. I think that they're all really strong i think so yeah yeah, yeah. i thought you're gonna throw isaac in there too but i i get it no not isaac yeah he's he's great for what he does which is not speak <laughs> i will say for this actor on his imdb toby donovan donovan yeah toby uh, donovan has, yeah has a um like a nice black and white smiling yeah. very seems like a very nice lad and his uh, first acting credit so you know i'll wow. him some slack you know oh that's mm. awesome that's actually yeah. really awesome to yeah. that and he's so visible and we're talking about him we shout are. out to toby if you're listening toby go get him yeah uh you know we have had some success on uh the old posha recaps recently of reaching out to actors and actresses oh, uh, seeing if we can interview somebody so yeah. who knows uh yeah, let's yeah. jump into episode two as we said it's called crush uh crush. Well, nick is nick is looking over charlie's instagram uh, uh we get a flash we flash back and forth um charlie's playing the drums um, we see this uh, image on Charlie's Instagram. I believe it's outside of the locker room, um, which we saw him right. go into last episode before the uh, rugby practice. And then we start to see Charlie have these flashes of like things Charlie heard when he came out. Um, Nick is also like imagining himself. Uh, he's he's kind of like there as well. Um, Nick is writing out messages to Charlie, basically trying to see if he's okay after the incident with Ben, but he keeps like erasing them. Um, eventually, what a he great sends, trope. They love it. They lo- this whole opening montage is like other than people saying things to Charlie is basically uh, no no words uh it's just like yeah. all stuff on the screen or and then people typing in the in the text let me text. tell you something about that grace do you want to know yeah. something mm-hmm. that's art that's art that's art yeah mm-hmm. who's art um don't know i was uh, gonna say there's definitely a wrestler named art art <laughs> bar maybe yeah that's know. true nice. art got, uh, yeah, yeah let's go with that. uh Char- uh nick writes are you feeling okay charlie says yeah i'm fine don't worry you sure uh charlie is really you know not sure what to write back uh nick sitting with his dog checking his messages we do get the thing you said last episode of the typing uh we see charlie typing but uh but uh, he keeps stopping uh anxiety inducing yeah yes 
Yes. You know, oh, it, it's yeah. it really does keep you on the edge of your seat, though, when you're like, is yeah. he going to send this one? Is he sending? No. Yeah. Nope. He didn't. Mm -mm. Uh, mm -mm. Nick says, you know, you can talk to me about it if you want. It sounds like a serious situation. I am yeah. your friend and I do care. And uh, Charlie then begins to tell him the whole story of, of him and Ben's relationship. And I will say this, I, I really loved this scene yeah. um, and what it was, what it was giving um, because it, you know, it's actually, it, it ties in with something that you, an ob observation that you had, Grace, about mm -hmm. Nick and Charlie, where they have a very genuine relationship and Nick was hesitant and kind of questioning things a little bit in the mm -hmm. text and just ultimately, you know, I, I totally relate to this. It's like, you have to figure out, you don't want to just say like, break up with him, you know, but it's, we, we, we got, uh, we got the kind of the thought process a little where Nick wanted to say he's trash, Ben is trash, but didn't go there immediately and kind of let it unfold. And I thought that was sweet because like you've been yeah. telling people like, don't talk to him. Don't spend time with him. Like that's that, that to me would be more like a Ben move. Again, I was talking a lot about like the control thing, whereas Nick kind of just let it happen. He was asking questions. He was being um, not aggressively supportive, but being like very adamant about his support and saying, hey, just checking in, just want to make sure you're OK. And it, and that worked. And that's a good friend. Yeah. He's being such a good friend. He's so nice. And at this point, I do think that there's like yeah. a world in which like Nick is kind of just being Charlie's friend. Cause like, you know, it's the yeah. end of the episode. I, obviously he's like thinking, but it's not the end of the episode that he's sort of like, you know, doing some Googling, which I feel like is very relatable as well. Google will give yeah. me the answer. I'm thinking, mm -hmm. but at this point, I do think part of this is just genuinely like, he really likes Charlie. doesn't really know whether that's romantic or platonic or whatever, but it wants to be his friend and wants to be like, that was a bad thing that that guy did. And like, I want to make sure you're okay. So he's being, he's being very nice. Um, yeah. We do, we do see Ben sit down next to Charlie. This is a flashback. Um, yes. He's like, I heard about you uh, coming out last term. And uh, this is Zed's <laughs> favorite thing um, that a lot of trans people get this, but I think a lot of LGBT, you know, people come Shout out as gay or lesbian. Yeah. Or you get that. You get this a lot. People tell you this a lot. Like, that's really brave. You're really brave. Uh, is that's oh, favorite yeah. thing is like, you know, what you call an out trans person. Like, they're very brave. I don't, um, I, I, I'm like, did I call Zed brave on our episode of pod? Friends? I don't know. Probably not. Probably yes. not. Probably uh, not. Maybe though. I love that. Charlie's like, well, kind of like, I kind of got like found out and uh, it's like, well, you're brave for putting up with all that negativity. And uh, you see that the, the leg is a little close, you know, Ben is, Ben's kind of making a he move was, here. Yeah. Where did he learn that? Mm, I don't know. So, I know. I, I I still don't know that move. Um, but you know, it and but the cat the thing that like got me here is the scene basically ends with, Hi, I'm Ben. Hi, I'm Ben. Like, what? Yeah. You didn't yeah. know each other before this, before this moment, before you got I mean, yeah. Again, I don't know. Maybe, maybe high, high schools school in, students. Yeah. Maybe in high schools in Britain are like huge. Like I, I went to school with a thousand people, and I feel like I knew pretty much. Like now, no, I can tell you like a bunch of my high, my fellow high schoolers like names. Look in the yearbook and be like, I don't remember that person. But like, mm -hmm. I think when you're in high school, you pretty much know everybody in your grade, right? No, like at least, no, right? Uh, I went to like what was considered a small school, and it was eight hundred. 
800 of us lads. I'm going to keep using that word. For but not reason. in your grit, right? No, like, 200, like 200 yeah. in my grit. So you did. And like Facebook was just a thing too. So you like, I remember at least being connected with like on Facebook friends with like half of the class, not because I was popular, but be, just because I was, I knew. Yeah, how but to you still like Facebook. know people. You still know. You do. People. You know, people's names. You hear about people. People talk. It's like, there's stories that are there. This doesn't seem like a particularly large school. Oh. Oh, you know what? I am forgetting. Ben is in a grade higher than Charlie. I did forget that because he's in the same grade as Charlie and Charlie's a year older than Ben. Uh, yeah, but a year also older ben than is... uh, Charlie. But wouldn't it be funny? So that actually ben... makes more sense. But <clears throat> I, but to be fair, they might have met before this and maybe Ben was just really dismissive and forgot because clearly he doesn't maybe. care about Charlie. That's, that's true. That's true. I am Ben. Uh, nice to uh, meet me. Uh, see. Uh, hey. Hey. That's that, that's it. Yeah. Um, so Nick, again, being a great friend, he's like, well, I'm not Ben's friend anymore. And uh, Charlie, this is a great move from Charlie. I think he sends mm. a message. He writes, thanks no. for being my supportive straight friend. No, this, my Grace. Friend, is no. Bait. This is called I bait. Love, I love how we're on opposite sides of this. My feel- issue, this okay, was yeah, like so relatable, but yeah. also cringe because... I could relate to doing the same thing, but it's like, and also, no, no, no. I could relate to people doing that to me because, you know, it's like when you're fishing for info, but not asking the right questions Yeah, I love and not asking the questions. (laughs) And I think it's like, Ooh, well, you're, you know, like, like, I, I just think, you know, and we, I wish the they're in high school. Not when you're 17. Amazing. Yeah, when you're 17, exactly. this is the move. This is the this is the move. Uh, thanks for being my straight. My, yeah, my but I think the, the thing I wrote down was that I I wrote in all caps. I was like, I hate this. Ha- this happens so often. I think, and you know what? Maybe it is a move. I haven't. I don't know. I don't, it it I is a move that I think ultimately only only pushes Nick to basically be like, uh, actually like get to like have a reason to be able to like slide into a role. I think Mm -hmm. actually like if you never actually say anything, it becomes much harder to keep like pretending to be like, I'm straight, you know, but actually like Charlie actually gives Nick the like opportunities for him to be like, yeah, well, that's okay. Like, yeah, I'm, he doesn't really say, yeah, I'm your shit, but like he is kind of saying, yeah, I'm your being your, your supportive straight friend. He added the ha ha. And yeah. Yeah. And you know what I will say, and you know, to be fair, uh, maybe, I, I'm assuming that Nick here does not identify as anything other than straight. So maybe it doesn't even occur to him in this moment at this point from yeah. what we know, who knows. Um, but yeah, I feel like I've, I see this happen so often where I'm like, don't, don't label that guy straight. Cause like I, I experience, believe it or not, Grace, I, mm-hmm. I have experienced this too. I'm like, don't, why are you going to assume that I'm straight? Well, of all things, please. And yeah. like, and you know, that, but yeah, I, that's just like a, the small pet peeve of it uh, that I can relate to, but it was a, it was a, it was, a, he threw up the hook. You didn't get anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It gets, yeah, that's okay. Ha ha. Uh, yeah. I, this oh, is the, sh- this is the worst part of our society being heteronormative, right? That it's like yeah. legitimately terrifying to like, think that you might be interested in someone and yeah. that if you ask them that you're gay, like they might get really mad at you and be homophobic. Like it's the worst yeah. part of being LGBTQ. So, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's well, yes. And 
continuing on kind of about our society and, and go to go term toward masculinity of course nick says that he'll kick Ben's yeah he'll ass. kick his ass yeah kick his ass i wish we could have heard him say that out loud That'd nope we get it in a text message Ugh, fun kids these days they probably say so many i'm sure they say so many things that they've never said yeah. out loud in text Ooh, form it's amazing look at that look at that mm-hmm. uh charlie responds he sends him a heart He's cute. Nick is a little smile. There's no way Nick is, you know, whether he identifies in one way, he's, he's thinking he's Nick had a moment. Nick had a moment where, Mm -hmm. and you know, I, uh, I then like, wow, 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 wow. He was looking at that heart. Like, what do I do? Can I hit the little re hit the little double tap for the heart back? back. We don't know what he did, but I'm assuming, do you think he left Charlie on red there with the heart? Yeah, I think that's the end. Yeah, I think that's the end Uh, of our conversation for the evening. That's sad. So he just came back the next day and was like, hey, what do you have for breakfast? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) I think so. Wow. Yeah. Well, we cut to uh, not not. Truham uh, Boys School. We're at uh, Higgs Girl School. Ella gets to class. Uh, she sits alone. The same teacher that we saw the day before uh, comes up and says, "Like, how you doing?" And uh, this teacher is very like, <laughs> "She's like, hey, so you haven't made any friends? Hey, you need to make a friend, uh, you know, uh, before midterm. <laughs> I think is a, that's the assignment." She's like, "Okay." She has and, no chill. Yeah, this teacher has no chill. And why uh, do you need friends in high school? You don't. That's the thing. I mean, there's just so many more subtle ways to do it than like, hey, I noticed you're a loner. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, this is, that was a little, maybe painful. this teacher actually has it right. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe this is the way, this brutal honesty rather than like, you know, trying to trick her into making friends. Maybe, maybe this teacher has on something. Yeah. Maybe. That's so maybe. interesting. I guess I don't I, I don't know. I never had a teacher come up to me and tell me that I was uncool and that I needed to make <laughs> friends. I think yeah. that's like usually teachers don't parents and teachers, but I yeah, think but teachers especially maybe... you have a hard time seeing your kid uh or your student like I guess you could probably suss out who the nerds are and who's alone, but I just feel like teachers are busy grading papers and being underpaid and don't, don't have time to care about my social life or didn't back in the day, at least. So, yeah. Um, yeah. but Elle's looking over at these two girls. We learned that later that this is a, a Tara and Darcy. Um, mm. and, uh, Elle's like, yeah, those could be my friends. Maybe those, those seem like they can be suitable friends. Yes, I will yeah. also say, um, and you know, this was just before diving into this scene that we got with L. Um, I don't know if you spotted this again. This is the benefit of watching multiple times, but I did see we got you know, Nick closes out, we got that scene. There's the heart, we're left on that. There was a little rainbow behind the school up in the sky, yeah, that's true, yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know what that's, I don't know if that was a real rainbow. I'm assuming it's not a real rainbow. I'm going to go with that. It's a very convenient rainbow, though. Yeah. Uh, Charlie is texting at his uh, at the table. He's sitting between Isaac and Tao. And uh, Tao's like, hey, come on. The, the, Nick is straight. You got to get over this guy. And uh, Isaac agrees. And uh, this is like, uh, Charlie's like, uh, bisexual people actually exist as well. So yeah. And uh, to Isaac's like, I want nothing to do with that. Uh, <laughs> And uh, Tal's like, like you what? gotta get over it. Get over it. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. This and again, this is my moment where I'm just like, Tao, 
what are you doing here? What are you talking about? You don't need... I don't know. I just think Tao doesn't... My problem with Tao, Tao does not know for sure that Nick is straight. Um, And so that's that's my issue here. This narrative that Nick is straight is not based in fact. Yeah, that's that's that is that is that is true. And they get heteronormative yeah. culture. And this is where Tao. I think this is the scene where he does say, like, as your straight friend, which is funny because yeah. he uh Charlie had just sent a message being like, Thank you for being my supportive straight friend. Uh and then Tao's like, as your straight friend, you need to stop oh. doing this. Yeah. <laughs> we um, really like to label ourselves. Yeah. I mean, yeah. labels are important when you're first they coming are. out. I think they are, but then I mean, as I've gone along, they've become less and less important. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. They evolve uh, into other things, yes. Yeah. So Charlie goes to see Mr. J, and I love this scene. He's like, how do I stop liking a straight guy? <laughs> like, wow, being a teenager is terrible. <laughs> I mean, being this art teacher, though, also seems very intense. Like, oh, yeah. oh how do I like... And he, did you catch what Mr. J said? He said, when I was a teenager and had a crush on a straight boy, I just repressed it. And I, I was repressed- like... yeah. I was like, are you Too me real right now? Mr. Too J? real. <laughs> Too real. Uh, he's like, yeah. have you tried putting space between you? And he's like, I don't want to. <laughs> like, well, you'll just have to suffer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mr. J, bring in the realness. I love him. I'm glad that he could at least be there like as a sounding board for Charlie, um, which is actually like a, a nice... It's interesting that Mr. J as a teacher is is um, filling in that function as opposed mm-hmm. to like another student who or a guidance I, counselor. I love that or a guidance counselor or no, you can't tell the guidance counselor about your life. They're not helpful at all. They don't guide you places to helpful things, right? I definitely had a teacher who sort of filled uh, this, not in terms of like getting come out to this teacher, but I was like, yeah, uh, between I said uh, last episode between grade nine and grade 10, I got diagnosed with type one diabetes. I quite I struggled with it quite uh, immensely after a while. Like there was this period where it was like, yeah, I'll just do what I'm told. And then you're like, okay, so just keep doing that forever. (laughs) I was like, no, that sucks. I'm not going to, I was really struggling. And I had this teacher, Mr. Geniac, who was just uh, the best and uh, shout out. Yeah, shout out Mr. G. Uh, he was amazing. And uh, so, yeah, I feel like I had like this, you know, this. And it's, yeah, it wasn't the guidance counselor. It was, you know, just a random science teacher who was just like the best, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Interesting yeah. about science teachers. My, my, my best friend, Eric, who was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes the start of his sophomore or our sophomore year, um, 16 years old, I guess, or something like 15, 16. Um, Science teacher, super supportive. Let him Whoa. sell candy. So, so he sold. Eric wow. sold a lot of candy. And I never really thought about this in relation to diabetes. <laughs> but he no, sold it's candy. Empowering. For, it's empowering. It's empowering. People will tell you candy, sugar, whatever. Candy so he would sell like candy. A, yeah, he he sold candy for a pediatric uh, diabetes research. Great. See, That's great. Look at that. That's a whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look at that. I get the mine was nice, but in between before my sophomore year as well. So look at that. Um. So. Tara asks L actually if she would like to have lunch. Uh, she returns her pencil case and then offers up this uh, invite, and uh, so uh, they she does eventually join her for lunch. And they're like, "How is Truem?" Uh, she's like, "It was hell. It was kind of hell for everybody, but for a spe- but especially uh, for her." Yeah. And uh, yeah, you get this cute little bonding moment between Darcy, Tara, um, and uh, and and L here. I thought this was nice. Mm-hmm. Again, was- no. Like they kind of like, like how is Truem? Like, but it's not like, 
so you're trans huh like it's just like i don't know it's just like i kind of love how this show is is talking about it but not talking about it if that makes sense yeah but it i mean in a weird way it feels like i could imagine that that is it feels a little realistic in a sense in the sense that like i could imagine people kids these days being like yeah i i understand what being trans is and i don't like there's just not maybe there's just not a it's not a big deal where these kids are especially well Um, i i think that is true i do know like i have uh i uh, have a neighbor who has some kids and uh talked about like yeah they had a kid come out in their school and like the kids were like um like came home one day and were like you know this person now goes by this person, uh, yeah. you know, go by this name. And like, that's it. And she was like, yeah, it, like kids. Yeah. I think, uh, good. yeah, they can be good. Uh, the kids so, are all right. As some might say, the kids are right. And you know what I love about this too? It's like, uh, it does a really good job of showing that like, there's, I think this idea that like, uh, especially this, like the narrative of like for parents who are like grieving the former like version of their, you know, this, like they've lost a child or whatever. I love here that like, they do ask her like, yeah, so you went to Trump, which is an all boys school. Like, how was how was that experience doing that and like they kind of can ask her in a way that like doesn't erase her history while also not inherently um centering her transness as like yeah. the thing that they're asking about it's just like a question like hey you transferred school your old school like that must have been wild huh just like yeah it was kind of hell you know um yeah. i don't know i just love i love this I love, it was I very it very casual and again i i i hear you in terms of even just like it is it is actually really refreshing to get like the casual nature of this too and i'll say like as someone who like who was at an all boys school at a time where people were not as inc- inclusive or accepting or fra- all the things all of the words um you know it's i don't know just nice to nice to see and you know it and, and i think that is that's beautiful i do hope that we you know maybe the the beautiful thing actually about the character of Elle in her transness and in her blackness and all the things, right. Is that we could, we could like season two later in season one, maybe we'll get more of that story told. Um, that's kind of the, uh, the thing about being in an identity. You kind of, uh, you kind of carry that your whole life and navigate mm-hmm. that your whole life. Right. And so um, I, I would imagine at some point we'll get more of that story. I mean, I guess the other thing, too, I think about is, like, this is, like, inherently, like, yeah, they're dealing with, like, you know, LGBTQ issues, which inherently are, like, complicated and can come with, like, sadness and whatever. But, like, I also, how much of this show has to reflect the real-life situation of someone who's, like, you know, this trans girl who switches to an all all um, to an all-girls school? Like, how much does the story have to be that, like about stuff the, the the times when she struggles like that could be a exactly. part of her story and also i don't know there's a world in which like i kind of some of the media i want to watch now i love sad dark stuff i love it sure. I, I, it's some of the the best media i pull up my one of my favorite tv shows of all time literally called dark but sometimes when i'm watching this show i kind of oh. love this like yeah, it's called dark. it's german now. i was gonna say aew dark because no 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 all no. elites wrestling no Netflix. It's a German Netflix time travel show, and it's incredible, but it's very dark. And this show, I think, what I want out of this is kind of you know, I want fiction or like the nicest version of a trans person and these like queer teens going through high school. That's kind of what I want. I want a little bit of escapism. Yeah, yeah. There's not that really. I mean, 
And that's that's the thing in a lot of different, you know, a lot of different identities, whether it's trans identities or the list goes on. A lot of marginalized or underrepresented identities will get these stories that are really based in victimhood and trauma and yeah. not enjoy. And, you know, to me, this just feels like it. It The thing that's beautiful about Elle is that this story is a realistic story. It's just one, it's one story. That's the other yeah. thing, right? Yeah. And I think, but I, I think it's a great story too, because it's like, wow, L, just like everyone else, has the problems that any new student has at a school. I will say L is very, like, I don't read L as not being uh, social enough to navigate. Uh, I think that's kind of what they're trying to show us, but look l's got that school on lock it's going to be like a katie heron situation all over from mm -hmm. like you know uh from uh from trash to queen b i yeah. don't know i don't know i don't know where to yeah, start yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you we'll go with it we'll keep going uh no i think that that's yeah, i think that that's a, a good point this is one person sorry i say that a lot with like when i would watch stuff or like like god it feels so stereotypy and it's like yeah. at the same time there are people out there who like that story exactly. of like you know you there are people who like not all stereotypes all of the time, but like, yeah, a stereotype of like being in a, a very effeminate gay person. Like, yeah, it's a stereotype, exactly. but it's also like there are people who that is who they are, you know? So, um, yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, yes. So Nick shows Charlie pictures of his dog and Oof. it's like, oh, uh, you want to come over on the weekend? Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, is that? <laughs> yeah, I would. Like very, very cute. Very oh, cute. It's so cute. The dog, the dog, the dog Nelly. Oh my god, Nelly, Nelly. Oh my god, you should run it. What is that like a thing that people love to? I mean, I know people love to show pictures of their dogs, but that never happened to me in high school. Like, no one was like, "Hey," none of the guys were like, "Hey, look at my dog." I guess uh, we didn't have smartphones though. So well, we had people who like, dog. yeah, smartphones as well. Because then you'd <laughs> have to have like a picture in your like wallet or something, right? <laughs> yeah, which might be a lot. Yeah. I'm sure people had pictures in their wallets of dogs. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was adorable. And again, um, you referenced it, but just even the moment of um, inviting Charlie over to meet Nellie, that was a beautiful little moment. Uh, yeah, there. so cute. Yeah. Well, let's take a cute commercial break. When we come back, uh, we will chat through the rest of the episode, including the visit over to Nick's house. Okay, we are back. Charlie's getting ready to leave. He's looking in the mirror. Apparently got a haircut. Uh, and Tori, once again, very, 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 pops up in the background. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to a friend's house. Uh, and uh, Charlie's like, does my hair look okay? Is it too short? He's like, your hair looks exactly the same. Um, I love this one because that comes back into play like immediately in a little bit. So I'm like, your mm -hmm. hair looks exactly the same. Uh, you're fretting yeah. over nothing. Um, yes. So Nick and Nelly answer the door, and then Nick is like, "Hey, you got a haircut?" He like plays with his hair. Yeah, he's really in that hair. Yeah, he got right in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, they play Mario Kart. Uh, they I think this is something's like something's yeah, never, never changed. changed. Something's yeah. never changed. We love it. Nick is like, uh, or Charlie's like, "Hey, you're good at real sports, so I get to be good at fake sports." Uh, and then Nick is very cute again. He's like, you're good at everything. You're like a proper little nerd. You're good at like, uh, you're good at, you know, you started to play rugby. You're good at running. You're good at school. You're good at math. You get all this. I've played the drums and, uh, Charlie covers his mouth again. There's so much flirting in this little scene. Yeah. They were just like, shut up, shut up. Yeah, oh, you're so no, cute. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> it starts snowing. So they head outside to play in the snow. Who knew? Who knew? That was a, that threw me off. 
I don't know why. I just didn't think. I don't know. It seemed so nice out before. It's almost mid break. Should be like January, February. Yeah. 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 Well, I I think also also too, it's like the cuteness of it being like a thing that doesn't happen often. They get so excited about it snowing. Yeah, and they're just together hanging out. Um, and you know, before they even go outside, one of the things that just stood me. Nick gave Charlie his his sweater, his oversized sweater, his yeah. oversized sweater. They take pictures and selfies, and they play with the dog, and they make snow angels. And I, I definitely thought their hands were gonna t- like glance across each other when they're making ooh. snow angels, but it didn't. I will yeah. say the other piece of this too is like the what maybe my one knock on the episode that is like the snowiest most clear snow day ever like it was straight up an old navy commercial um there's like in the background look i'm being picky but in the background on there was a a roof of the the neighbor's house no snow on that roof (laughs) but tons of snow on the ground whatever they're also like uh they very clearly live like when i imagined i kind of imagine all english houses like the (laughs) suburby nature of like the house i live that like everybody's crammed together in the suburb and then like they're like let's go outside they run outside and there's just like like endless forest (laughs) is that real i I swear there were trees without snow on them i okay no i think you're right they they collectively put snow where they thought you know they only had so much snow budget matt fine it's probably good for the the energy or the climate or something like that which is great so so they play and then and then Charlie goes home and, and Nick is uh back inside and, and we get the greatest actress in the whole world. Her name is Matt. Uh cold cold B. <laughs> Olivia I know I did it on purpose. Uh she's like, uh, that Charlie seems like a lovely boy. He's like, he's so much different than your other friends. You seem much more like yourself Ooh. around him. Ooh. When I heard that the the first time, I was like, "Mom, what what are you actually saying, Mom?" But I think she was just talking. I was I blushing mean, for Nick. Sometimes parents just... know. Sometimes parents yeah, but know, also you know? sometimes parents don't know, and that's the thing. And you know what? Maybe that's the beauty of it. Who knows what what parents well, know and what they don't know? I also don't think it. I don't think she's actually saying anything about no, that. She knows she's she scared that they're in this little relationship. But I do think. I do think parents know when like, you know, uh, cause Charlie, it seems like we'll see a scene later where like his friends kind of suck. Um, and I think that there is a a world in which like, you can see that you're like, I mean, sometimes just generally your kids do change as they're getting older. But I I think what she's noticing is that like, he's in a crew that like, you know, he's just acting a little bit differently when he's with Charlie than he is with his other friends. So, um, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wonder. It was it was interesting that we didn't see an interaction there, at least between the mom and Charlie. But we heard that there was something there. So I mean, whatever. Yeah. Maybe it, maybe it was like a a nothing burger, as the again as the kids say. I need to get that phrase in every episode. Annoyingly, um, this is the only scene with Olivia Coleman in the whole episode. Olivia so Coleman, yes, perhaps that. Only. Mm-hmm. Perhaps the Olivia Coleman budget uh, was expended by one scene in this episode because she will not be cheap. I'll tell you that. Oh, she's the most. Ex- in- she's the greatest actress in the whole world. So, you know, it's like, oh, well, yeah. well, I'll I'll believe it. Yeah. Uh, Nick. I don't have so another it, name. Yeah, this is when uh, Nick is hanging out with his other <laughs> friends. Yeah. And he's thinking about sending a text to Charlie, asking him to come hang out again next weekend. And this girl gets a uh, Ben shows up here. Did you notice that Ben showed up? And yeah. then this girl is um saying like, "Oh, who are you texting?" And uh, Nick is like, uh, "Your mom," which gets a good laugh from the group. Always <laughs> a classic. Always yeah. a classic. Yeah. Throwback. 
Uh, even in 2022, we're still doing your mom jokes, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, and he's getting teased by everybody for DMing somebody's and someone's um, someone's messages, and uh, he doesn't end up sending the text. Yeah, and you know what? I don't know who this was who was creeping on his text trying to grab his phone, but she looked like Rogue from X-Men with her bra- the brown hair, the blonde mm. streak what thing. Mm. And, you know, I don't, you don't have to go for it. Like, well, I don't know. I'm just saying. That I felt for Nick in that moment because it was, I, yeah. and it was interesting actually that he was so secretive about the fact that he was texting Charlie because they don't have anything that's like really no. salacious there at all. No, like Charlie thinks way. that he's his little straight friend, so like exactly. Yeah. But the but the fact that he did that Nick instinctually hit it, I think, says a lot, um, especially as this episode progresses about how Nick is feeling and just that gut reaction of "Ooh, I'm gonna." keep this close to me um because i have a crush and or something i don't know i think he he was definitely sorting through what he was feeling but he was clearly feeling it um potentially before he even knew what he was really feeling if that makes any any sense when it comes to charlie charles we we get a little storyline about uh, nick potentially be interested in somebody i certainly thought that like i thought that's where this might be going that like nick was going to overcompensate in terms of like how he's feeling about charlie to like this girl in particular who's like teasing him i thought he might like be in feign interest in her or something but no that, it's yeah. a totally different person that we end up uh uh getting some uh some is nick interested in a girl uh, storyline yeah and you know what just back to what you're saying don't don't love ben don't love ben hanging yeah, out ben there. lingering around don't like background. it don't, don't like, like it. it at all i honestly oh god someone don't like that it. ben is part of the friend group because not because you can't be friends with them, but because I feel like there's Ben and Nick stuff coming. I think it's coming. You know what? Uh, not to steal, uh, not to steal like the gimmick of another Ben, Ben Drebergen from Survivor. But I feel like I, mean, I just feel like the impending Ben bomb coming, and I don't oh, love it. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like uh, it. So Charlie's watching the game with Tao, the rugby game. They call Nick the rugby king, and Charlie's like, "Hey." Like, I know I said, like, he said he was, he told me he was straight, but like, what if he's like being flirty with me? What if he's not straight? And uh, Tao drops a bomb. He's like, well, actually, Nick likes a girl. He's interested in this Ugh. girl from the girls' school named Tara Jones, who is the girl that Elle has been hanging out with. Yeah. And in classic high school fac- fashion, Tao asked someone named, o- well, not the Otis thing. Yeah, Some Otis, kid yeah. named Otis who yeah. all, who knew uh, just like a game of telephone. But yeah, Tara Jones really kind of getting a lot of a lot of act. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know a lot of airtime. Yes, a lot of airtime. New character, uh, yeah, arriving this episode. Um, Tao texts L, being like, "There's a Charlie emergency, so I need you to come hang out tonight." So. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh they uh l comes over uh isaac tau charlie and l are hanging out uh they find out about uh, l finds out about nick is like he's the straightest boy i've ever seen it tells like thank you see wrong Mm-mm. wrong Mm-mm. come on l um, that's the worst take that l hopefully l has in this series because yeah not, not great yeah um l's like okay fine like you know if i get the chance i'll ask tara uh if she likes nick or she has a boyfriend whatever and uh charlie hugs charlie hugs l and then isaac hugs uh l and charlie and it's like come on tao come come hug and oh yeah but that's kind of where i'm like what's going on with tao i'm like see i'm not a hugger i like yeah 
don't have to be a hugger. How? I'm I'm all, all... all, not all hugs all the time, but you know what? You know, you just gotta give it. I will say that kind of would have been that wasn't me in high school, constantly hugging my friends. So I feel that, you know. But do you know what uh, the best thing about COVID? I do. Wait, do I know? <laughs> I went into the office weeks ago before I got sick, and Ooh. there are so many new employees and people who have never met. And not a single oh, no. one of them did I have to like hug, you know, because I've known them for like a I year. But that. like, yeah, I did not have to like have to hug anybody you know it was so great covid See, the, the personal space oh what a delight yeah but for I'll many other the, reasons terrible the, no yeah, <laughs> i was gonna say grace 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 you're gonna get canceled <laughs> we're gonna get the show canceled uh but no i mean look i'll say that i have the opposite not the opposite problem but i think like people i just maybe i look very huggable i think i'm maybe. just like a nice like you know, like a teddy bear you just gotta grab on so people go for it even when i'm i'm like i'll take it i'll take it so man, i'm mm-hmm. anti-tau again here sorry no it's fine it's fine um yeah. i'm not mad i'm just I, I, yeah. oh, i'm sorry i'm pulling a charlie sorry, sorry. I, I don't know why sorry. when he became canadian sorry. um so l's in class and uh needs to find a partner this was awkward in school when it's like hey everybody partner up a lot of pressure here Especially if you like the person you want to be your partner immediately partners up with somebody. You're like, ah, shoot. What do you do? Yeah. But and also like logistically, I will say, it's like, does it need to, do we need to part, be partners? Do we need, do we, do we need to have two people <laughs> together? Can it be a small group? Like, well, could we just, could I do it individually? Just like, we do get saying. Well, this assignment, no, you have to read French to each other. So, uh, but they are allowed to be a group of three. Uh, She asked Tara and Darcy if they can be a group of three. And they start asking each other questions in French. And um, Darcy accidentally, I'll put this in quotation marks, says like, um, do you have a girlfriend Uh, or something like that? And then when when, uh, Elle is like, nope, you accidentally said you have a girlfriend instead of a boyfriend. Uh, Darcy like kind of embarrassingly giggles like, (laughs) oh, like, oh, what? Yeah, what a mistake that would be, uh, you know. And then um, uh, L asked Tara if she has a boyfriend, and she and she responds in French, "No." Uh, and then no more and boyfriend then, questions. Yeah. Yes, and has a look with Darcy that's like, "What? Mm-hmm. It's true. What? It's yeah. true. I don't have a but I don't have a boyfriend, Darcy." Oh, I didn't catch <laughs> this at all on the first watch. I didn't catch it at all. I, I didn't like, get. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't either. In the moment, no. I just got like the fact that she messed up her French, and that's what I took away. Yeah. So yes, beauty of this, beauty of multiple watches. But I like it. Um. So then Charlie imagines Nick saying he's straight. Uh, the kind of a callback to the episode hmm. one where he imagines him saying he's gay. He actually says, "No, I'm straight," and I'm uh, sitting <laughs> next to each other. Yeah, he specifically says, "I'm definitely straight. straight. I only like girls. We should probably yeah. stop being friends if you feel like that." So yeah, that's that was sad. That was harsh. extreme. Yeah, pretty harsh from imaginary Nick. Yeah, and uh, be- yeah, because Charlie is sort of zoned out. Nick's like, "Hey, what's up? Like, tell me, like, what is up?" And Charlie's like, "Uh, you want to come over this weekend?" And Nick smiles and says, yes. Exciting. Was before this, was Nick considering inviting Charlie over? Was there a moment? Yeah, there, yeah, that, there was the a text moment. Before, that's when he's gonna send the text and then he gets caught by the girl. Yeah. Wow, they caught, really like, do they really do belong together, don't I they? I know they're so cute together. I know yeah. they're uh, they finish each other's uh Spanish lessons. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's what we said together at the same Uh, time. 
Well, actually, this was very in the relatable in the episode. I feel like you know Canadian, com- you know, uh, to have be taking French class actually uh, was very relatable. I, I took, we have to take French. In, I mean, it's one of our national languages. Good for you, course, honestly. French, but yeah, we. Um, oh. Uh. <laughs> so, um, L sees Darcy and Tara hanging out in class, and L interrupts. They seem pretty embarrassed, and I was like, "Hey, like, don't take this the wrong way, but like, aren't you dating?" And uh, Tara's like, okay, yes, please don't tell anybody. You're in the, the circle of trust now. You're in the friend group. Um, and like, wow, you've befriended the school lesbians. So Cute moment. I like this. I, I did not see the reveal coming. I thought it was great. No, I, I, <laughs> I was so caught off guard. And I think it's, I think part of it, I, I'll just add something about the show that is pretty interesting is just based on the age of everybody like i like okay if if these if this was a show about middle schoolers or even elementary schoolers like i just feel like the gender and how people interact evolves especially around the time of puberty where it goes from like oh we're like able to like be together and hug and do other fun things and then it becomes kind of weird over time or at least that's how i felt like it, i i saw it happen with folks where it's like oh we're you know i'm a boy a teen boy and that's a teen girl and there's masculinity and femininity and like all these dynamics and i i think part of this that's interesting it's like are they just close friends who are like cute friends together or is it something more and i'm glad it's something more i'm glad it's established five five plus years from what they were saying yeah yeah it's cute that's pretty awesome yeah for being like 15 years old basically yeah uh so uh nick comes over to charlie's house uh he's trying to play the drums very poorly and it's so charlie like they share this little tiny seat a little tiny drum seat and then charlie holds nick's hands while he's playing the drums and he's like look yeah now you're now you're a pro he's like well maybe that's yeah because i hope you and we didn't and and one thing i think is interesting about the scene i don't know why they cut it like this but we didn't actually like we saw Charlie's hands on Nick's hands in the seat, but we didn't actually see his hands on Nick's hands. Yeah. Which yeah. was, I'm like, that's a, that's, well, is, that they is wanted to focus on their faces. Yeah. You want to do yeah. face acting. But it's like, what do we get the, maybe we get a moment later now that is maybe. more focused on the hands, but oh, I think uh, we'll yeah. get the I think we'll get the hand holds, We'll get you know? some hand and holding. then the leaves or the flower ooh, petals. Yeah. Or yeah. ooh, leaves, flower petals, maybe some doves too. Actually, we did we did get some new uh graphics here because uh we cut to Charlie is asleep on the couch or watching a movie under the yeah. blankets, and Nick imagines putting his hand over Char- and hand Charlie hold. falls asleep randomly with one arm out palm up like what one arm out and and full like full head back on the couch i fall asleep a lot of movies despite being uh uh one of the as josh Rickett likes to call me a post-show recaps film correspondent uh i often fall asleep watching movies so very relatable here but same uh, i don't sometimes i'm on the couch i do like i like a blanket but not my feet under the blanket so maybe charlie does the same thing but with his hand (laughs) <laughs> just the one hand one out. hand out, but he also cool. kind of like it was like a cupped hand kind of yeah. situation a little bit yeah. like is that like the uh, perfect no, that's hand not... holding uh cup yeah uh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of like a like a mandible plot claw yeah, from man. Mick Foley, yeah. but without yeah. someone's face or a sock in someone's mouth or yeah. something like that it's pretty pretty great so 
this is so cute. Nick is hovering his hand over Charlie's oh, yeah. and there's electricity uh, uh, animation. It's so cute. Intense. And uh, he can't do it. He pulls his hand back and 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 doesn't hold his hand. And uh, and then we get uh, them saying goodbye. Nice. And Charlie's like, I wish you didn't have to leave. And he's wrapped up in a, Charlie's wrapped up in the blanket. And Nick is like, you look so cuddly like that. And then, yeah. Oh, what? Oh, oh. Like, uh, do you, you, you can cuddle. You can cuddle. Uh, you can cuddle. Nick hugs Charlie uh, for like 10 seconds. Uh, it felt like more, honestly. I know. And then I love it. Tori pops up. He's like, yeah, I don't think he's straight. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm just picturing so her good. like. I I just want to know when she had the realization, whether it was just when they were at the door or if she saw everything, like if she saw uh, Nick attempt for the handhold or uh, consider the handhold. I feel like Tori's always watching. And I love that about her. It's great. She's, She's always ever there. vigilant. I love yes, it. It's very great. vigilant. So reliable. Thank you, Tori. Yeah. Uh, so Nick goes home. Uh, yeah. Charlie sends text messages to his group chat, uh, the the, uh, the the group, uh, and he says, uh, "What does it mean when a hot straight boy hugs you for ten seconds?" Uh, hot straight boy, all, yeah. in all caps, all caps. Hot straight boy. Yep. Like, uh, Nick yeah. <laughs> Nick looks at pictures of Charlie. Uh, L tells Nick, uh, or sorry, tells Charlie, like, "Hey, like, I know for sure, like, Tara doesn't like Nick. Like, they're not going to be zero chance of them being a thing." And uh, Nick opens his laptop at home and searches, am I gay? Which, yeah. if you've Googled this. <laughs> I was like, yeah, who hasn't Googled this? <laughs> if, and yeah. I bet Google's just like, sure. I mean, I guess there's a chance if you're, if Wait. you are straight or you're bi or pan yeah. or whatever, like there's a chance you've searched am I gay. But <laughs> I will say, I? I think the majority of people searching am I gay, I think you might be gay. <laughs> I was going to say, that's why I'm like, maybe Google should just respond. But yeah. you know what? Let me search. I'm going to search. Did he, I'm going to include the question mark. Mm -hmm. You really don't need to include a question mark yeah. in a Google search. Should we see? Bro. Maybe our, depending, I know what the, uh, our algorithms like to. Uh... Am I gay? So I got gay. one from healthline.com. Says, am I gay? 12 yeah. things to know if you're questioning. That's uh, up there. If you're yeah. gay, straight, or something in between. <laughs> um, yeah. There are a lot of... And actually, it's funny because there are, like, different quizzes here. Like, the first thing I get is uh, is uh, a realme.com. I got Am that I one. Am I gay, straight, or bisexual? Take this quiz to find out. Yeah, I got that one. I'm going to uh, bookmark that for later. <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> Could you imagine that he was going through the search results? He's like, okay, let me do the quiz. <laughs> okay. He, uh, did the I quiz. mean, I'm let pretty... Me I'm sure I did a quiz at some point. I, I mean, remember, sure, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I remember one time I got, I always must have been, so I'm, uh, I was probably in high school and I definitely remember like, uh, I did not delete transgender from the Wikipedia search article. Um, but oh. nobody knew who searched it unless they all knew and never told me that they knew it was me. But as far <laughs> as I knew, Nobody knew it was me. So. Well, as a side, it just as a to stop. Was anyone like who searched transgender? Well, I mean, you th again. This is the thing I said last time of like, yeah. Um, you think like if you if you watch something gay, people will think you're gay. The idea that like if I got caught searching transgender Wikipedia, it couldn't just be because I might want to read the Wikipedia article. Well, yeah, I guess that's a good point. <laughs> I, like, I presume that people will immediately know, think, yeah, you will immediately think, you know, I was thinking that I'm transgender, so. Yeah. Yeah. There's an uh twelve uh 
This is, uh, I don't know if, I wish this was a listicle article, 12 somethings about something uh, from Healthline. You know what? If you want to know if you're gay, there are lots of resources, some BuzzFeed quizzes, some Cosmo quizzes, some Planned Parenthood information. This is for my American, oh, BBC.com. Look at that. Mm. Look, I'm just saying, lots out there. They're probably, I'm surprised the results aren't different for the US and Canada audiences here, or too different, I guess. But yeah, they're pretty. I mean, this just probably proves that these websites paid Google. (laughs) So I don't know how much it proves. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah. Anyway, Nick is so cute. Uh, uh, You know, uh, I mean, yeah, he's like struggling. He's like figure his stuff out. And we have six more episodes to go. So, like, I don't think this is like next episode. He's like, all right. I'm gay, you know, but super yeah, gay. It's so cute. It's so cute. I'm a little nervous about where this goes. I think maybe that's that. I think it over the course of this season, I just have a feeling I'm going to get more and more nervous and become more and more of a nervous wreck because it's like, does Nick push back against this? What do, does he do a BuzzFeed quiz and find out the answers? Does he almost finish the BuzzFeed quiz and then stop short of finishing it? Who knows? Not us. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I'm I am a little bit interested. I'm interested as we keep going. I know probably people listening to this have watched the whole thing already. But like how how sort of like sad does it get? How much like will they won't they do we get between Nick and Charlie? You know, are we going to it? Will it be like the last episode, episode eight, where it's like, all right, they're a couple, like they've both admitted that they like each other. Or do we get it like episode four, you know? And then like the rest of it is like them being together and maybe having like relationship stuff. I, I just don't know what the show, what the show's plan is. I don't think I've watched enough to know what the show is exactly, but I think so yeah. far it's lovely, but yeah. I think that's why I'm nervous about episode three, especially after this search. And, you know, I will say just a shout out to the composers who ever put this music together. I don't know who did. I'm going to give credit to uh, Jason Curtis Rivera for the music on this. Yeah, sure. Wolf, maybe Will from America did the music for uh, for the soundtrack of the show. But mm-hmm. this last song, I don't know what song. I have no clue what song it is. I'm going to go back and find out. But. You know, the song's playing over the course of the text exchange we talked about. And literally, just as things start to turn, as Nick starts to Google, essentially as Nick gets to the point where he's Googling if he's gay, the music and the soundtrack, the lyrics are, why am I like this? Why am I like this? Why am I like this? And it's it's just so relatable and kind of heart-wrenching, I think, sometimes, too, mm-hmm. when you're like, I don't know what is going on or what my sexual orientation is, especially if you don't even know that term, what sexual orientation means yet right um which i think is the case for a lot of people who are pre pre uh internet and in less less uh informed times like us we were in the cave cave days cave people yeah um, well i think too like there's this idea that i think like uh i've seen a lot there's a weird trans anti-trans thing happening where like people are like uh parents just want their kids to be trans so that because um then they'll be straight it's like what in what world are people being like would be like better that my kid is trans than like just like gay and it's like it doesn't it doesn't actually make sense but i i just think no. there's like this weird i don't know this like thing i don't even know where i was going with this uh what, what were we what were we ta- uh, i don't even know what we're talking about I don't look know. it's all you know just like questioning things and yeah wait first of all oh I'm oh just... i know sorry i okay. do know i think yeah. personally like like i you know like 
I want to live in a world where like people, you know, at, at like any point when I was growing up, I would have been like, okay, it's okay that I'm gay. That's fine. But I went through so much internalized, like homophobia and transphobia before, like finally, like being able to like come out and be like right. happy with who I am. So like, I think we still live in a world where like, yeah, it's pretty reasonable to think like nobody would pick this. Nobody would be like, okay, there's like two paths here. Like I could pick yeah. the one where I could yeah. be a straight like a cis person or here's the path where I could be like, you know, trans or like nobody's picking path two. like not now. Like, and I, or yes, like, maybe you are. Maybe there are people like that's, that's not fair to say. Like, I think there are people who now who are like happy and are like, yeah, yeah oh, okay. Totally. I, I will take that. Obviously we all want a, a, a situation where yeah. like we want people to be able to be like, what I don't know. I'm, I'm going on some tangent, but like, you know, it's whatever. better. You know, I mean, no, I hear you. One, I think you make a great point, and it's an important one. It's something I wasn't really even thinking about, which is that as much as things might progress in certain spaces, and as much as you know, we might look at young people and be like, wow. I wish that we were like that at their age and I wish we had things figured out and I wish that we understood so much about the world and ourselves. Like, I think the, the other side of it's like, we st there's still a long way to go. And we, yeah. you know, and I, and I think it's when people do say, Oh, it's not a big deal. Nobody cares what your sexual orientation is or if you're gay or trans, like people do still care. And I think that that's, Actually, that's one thing I do really appreciate about this show because it's it, it just kind of shines a light on that. And I do think a lot of times uh, Gen Z, especially as associated with, I don't know if it's like post-gender or post-sexual yeah, 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 orientation, yeah, yeah. but I have seen more of that. And the reality is like, it's maybe things are better, right? I, I feel like things are better from what I've seen. Things are better. I have so mm -hmm. much hope in that generation, especially um as an old but you know i uh it would be nice to to you have to recognize things still need to get better and that's the that's just yeah, important especially for non-queer people to understand that there's still a lot of work to do the we're not post post-sexual orientation sorry folks yeah 100 i mean i checked before i was like yeah labels were like super important to me mm -hmm. when i like came out to like map on what i was feeling to like something yeah. And then the longer yeah. I've been out, the more I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm queer. Uh, you know, yeah. like I'm trans and queer. Uh, you know, yeah. everybody else can figure out what that means. For me, it yes. means what it means. You know, I'm like yeah. less. You know, I love queer because it's such a like ambiguous label. Um, yeah, I really, you know, um, yeah, but like, yeah, labels are still really important for like somebody to figure. And I think this idea too, like the post gender thing, like there's a lot of there was seeing a lot of like um, uh, debate going on about like. Um, it's not okay to like only use they, them pronouns for people who are trans. Like if people say, yeah, my pronouns are they, them, uh, right. or like, yeah, you, she, her, or they, them. Like, I don't mind that, but like to specific, if somebody's like, my pronouns are she, her, and they're trans. And then you're like, they, them, that's like very invalidating of their gender, you know? Oh gosh. Um, I, uh, yeah, I honestly so. haven't even like encountered that a lot personally. That's insane. That's insane yeah. that people do that. Yeah, but... I, I don't know how much these are like, uh, you know, I think probably people who are like trying to be allies who don't realize that they're like messing up. Yeah, doing it. and that's OK to mess up. Just like, you know, try to learn from it. But like, yeah, it's a whole complicated thing. And I think in, in many ways, like labels yeah. will always be important. And but labels will also yeah. change and their meetings will change. Like queer is a word that like for a long time was like pretty exactly. like don't maybe don't use that. And I, I for me, I feel like I'm reclaiming it. But I know like older, you know, 
gay men would be like no i will never use the word queer you know so it's over yeah yeah and it's like and i i I think the other piece of this that's like that's i just to think of even my own experience as you kind of talk a little bit about like when i labels are such an interesting like when i was in high school i think i was somewhere between like i don't know if i'm gay or if i'm straight or what was going on and there were definitely swings and now like I definitely I I I always say I'm a queer black man. Uh, by the way, I, actually they probably got that I was black from the first episode. I think that came up. I was gonna say, <laughs> reveal, reveal. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bam! Drop uh-huh. it on you. Wow. At the end of episode two. <laughs> yes. But I yeah, but I think like the other piece of it too is is uh I don't know yeah labels are really complicated and the meanings are constantly changing and like whether it's like bisexual or pansexual. There's so many words and labels and it's really complicated and overwhelming so sometimes it's nice to not feel the need to choose a specific label and to go yeah. with the, the q the q word as we say yeah yes all right well that's episode two uh crush we'll be back uh in a couple days time to chat about episode three kiss uh, kiss yeah. oh yeah Who's kissing? Oh, what do you think i know, do you think about I the know. band kiss with their tongues is that the thing that they do if they stick their tongues out I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, uh, you know what? There was a wrestler called Kiss Demon. So again, we are continuing. Sunny Kiss. Sunny Kiss. That's right. Ah, yeah, very on great. theme. Queer, yeah. queer wrestler. We love that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back in a few days time with another uh, Heart Stopper recap. Um, yeah. Until then. Bye-bye. Bye.